Hi, rock stars. This is Beth Azor. I wrote a book called The Retail Leasing Playbook. This podcast will go over a few chapters each week to discuss the highlights of how you can lower your vacancy and increase your occupancy. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, rock stars. Today I want to talk about chapters three and four in the Retail Leasing Playbook. So chapter three's title is Take a Trip to the Mall. I think it's very important that you are very familiar with any of the local malls in your area that are nearby your shopping centers. I think it's important that you understand which tenants are doing well. Many times you can look up the per square foot sales and get them maybe off of the internet But call the general manager of the mall and see if he'll share that information with you. Many times it's publicized, which is pretty shocking, right? But it basically is, it's a a mall that does about 250 a square foot or 350 a square foot. Find out who the leasing agent is of the mall. You know, there are a few major mall companies these days, Simon, Taubman, Westfield, etc. And it's probably a good idea to know who the leasing agent is in the mall in your area. You never know where they might be fully leased or have a waiting list. And if your center is nearby, maybe they can throw off some referrals for some uses that they don't want in the mall. I think it's important that you drive around the mall and then see which tenants face the parking lot. A lot of times these days, as malls start to change and adapt, you'll see restaurants becoming not just in the out parcels, but actually fitting into the uh, main area of the mall, but having outdoor seating, et cetera, facing the parking lot. I've seen that a lot lately, which is great. Uh, walk the mall, see who's shopping in the mall, what's the demographic, Uh, look for signs in the windows of the tenants that are in the mall. You know, I remember one time I was walking through a mall and I saw a Lululemon store and in the window it said yoga classes today at three. And Retailers that are adding experiences like that in their stores are going to be the ones that make it because experiential retail, as we all know, is the wave of the future. You've got to get people off their couch. Anyone can order Lululemon online, but if they want to connect with like-mind people, they go to the store and experience a yoga class, right? So walking the mall, looking at the demographics, looking at if the kiosks are overloaded or are there empty kiosks. You can tell a lot about the mall in your neighborhood. And then when you're leaving the mall, drive around. A lot of times the retail that surrounds the mall is are the big power centers. Uh, A lot of times that's the retail hub of the community. It starts with the mall and then it branches out. So in any new market, if your company just bought a new shopping center in Lexington, Kentucky, 
the first thing I would do is I'd drive and find the nearest mall, and then I would branch out from there. Chapter four is titled Map Out Your Market. And so this is a continuation of gaining knowledge about what's going on in your submarket. So for sure, you want to drive through your property, park your car, and go meet with all of your tenants. Uh, one of my coaching clients last week, he has been leasing a property for nine months, and he read this and emailed me and told me that for the first time he went store by store and met all of the managers and the store owners that were his tenants because he was focused on leasing the vacancies. And he was they, his company is a third-party leasing company, so they're not the property managers. So he felt that it wasn't really his place to go spend time with the existing tenants. So he took my advice and he did that, and one of their existing tenants gave him a business card of a friend of a hibachi restaurant that's looking for space, and they have a former... Chinese buffet that they might be able to show this guy. So definitely talk to all of your tenants, whether you're managing the property or owning the property or not, even if you're just a third-party leasing agent, and connect with them and tell them that you're the leasing agent, tell them what uses you're targeting, see if they agree, and ask them what they're missing and what they would like to see in the center. Now, of course, uh, if you're in a submarket with 3,000 people, you know, all of the tenants are going to say, we want a Starbucks and, you know, that or a Trader Joe's, right? So you will have to communicate the sad news to some of them that um, you'll try, but it might not be uh, p- possible for what their desires are. So spend time in the market, learn who the neighboring leasing agents are, the NLAs, because it's very important for you to start reaching out to those people and forming relationships and connections with them. Drive around. I was driving around one of my properties the other day and drove through a center and that big new sign was up that said, parking only for this plaza. Don't park here if you are not a shopper at this plaza. So I immediately knew that they're having a parking problem and we need to go canvas that center because our center, which is two two centers away, we have plenty of parking and have no parking problems. So I'm hoping that maybe by me seeing this sign and seeing that there's an obvious problem at the center, maybe I can get someone to relocate that needs more parking and and that their center isn't able to accommodate them. Uh, Looking for coming soon signs, looking for going out of business signs, looking to see if there's any road work going on and are there any entranceways being closed, another great opportunity for you to go canvas and say, so I see this road work is, you know, hurting your entranceways, you know, how are you doing? Is your lease coming up anytime soon? Are you looking, are you happy? Or, you know, just it's, it's ways to start dialogue with the retailers in your market. Don't worry about getting lost, especially the young people that are listening You guys are like my son. He's so committed and attached to the GPS. Um, I, I welcome leasing agents to turn the GPS off, drive around, start to learn your instincts. You may come across a center you didn't even know exists. This happened to me about three months ago. Um, I don't, I rarely use my GPS, but I was driving around and I said, oh, let me turn down this street. And I found a little 
like eight store strip center. And I actually had three of the people to ask me for more information on my new Starbucks center. I didn't even know the center existed. So be, be good with or be comfortable with getting lost in your market and just driving up and down streets. You never know what you might find out. So that is uh, it for the day. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out, Beth at AzorAdvisoryServices.com. That's chapters three and four of the Retail Leasing Playbook, which can be found on Amazon if you haven't ordered it yet. I hope you are learning, and I'm always trying to help you increase your occupancy and lower your vacancies. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you learned a few nuggets to help increase occupancy and lower vacancy. See you next week where we'll go over a few more chapters of my book, The Retail Leasing Playbook.